Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. You guys, we made it to Friday. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Uh, we are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. And lately, uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. Lately, Holly, we have been everything Britney Spears. And uh, specifically, everything Britney Spears documentary. Now, we're not even talking about the documentary we've been talking about all week, which is Britney versus Spears, which comes out next week. But wait, there's more. Yes. So this news broke this morning, getting up and drinking my coffee, reading my news over at the New York Times. Mm. Breaking news. The New York Times is going to drop a documentary sequel tonight on Hulu. Yes. It's called Controlling Britney Spears. And this new New York Times documentary is going to go into the details of Britney Spears's life under her conservatorship. Now, that's interesting because we were just talking about yesterday. I think it was just yesterday we were discussing the New York Times Hulu documentary Framing Britney Spears and how that documentary was more about the story of Britney Spears right. leading up to her being in the conservatorship. So it's basically like everything pre-2008. Right. Well, now this documentary is promising to go into detail about life under the conservatorship. Now we have the teaser trailer, a little clip from controlling Britney Spears. I want to hear this. Yeah. So let's listen to a teaser from the New York times on their documentary controlling Britney Spears, which airs tonight on Hulu. Like, I know this is the right thing to do. And I, I, you know, obviously I really want to do it, but it's, it's still scary. I don't know what's going to happen after this comes out. I've never spoken about what we witnessed. You know, we signed those NDAs and it has been hard to come forward knowing there are people in her management that could stop me from making a living. But this is important. So that's Ooh. the teaser that dropped this morning from the New York Times. I am fascinated by this. And what we don't know is who do we know who these voices are? You know, they were not identified in the clip. OK, uh, well, we, I am. Um, sign me up. Yeah. So one male, one female. Obviously, both subjects being interviewed are very stressed mm-hmm. out about being interviewed by the New York Times. The second one specifically stating that they sign non-disclosure agreements mm-hmm. and that by breaking this non-disclosure agreement, it jeopardizes their position to be able to be employed. So that's interesting because that speaks to the fact 
that the reason we haven't heard the conditions of Britney Spears, Britney Spears' life under a conservatorship, mm-hmm. is because I'm I'm making a bold assumption, but an assumption based off of that clip mm-hmm. and that on the record interview, that if that woman is scared of breaking her non-disclosure agreement, how many other people working in Britney Spears' camp over the years have had to sign the same kind of non-disclosure agreement. And that has to be, I mean, we probably can't even begin to count how many people have come into contact with Britney in the intervening years. When you think about the fact that she worked on um, on a residency in Las Vegas, she had a whole slew of dancers with her. There were uh, people who worked behind the scenes at the theater. There, there have been so many people that have interfaced with Britney Spears and her management. You must imagine that there are hundreds of those non-disclosure agreements out there yeah. at this very moment. And, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about non-disclosure agreements on the Colleen and Bradley show, specifically because of the way that they intersect with um, certain stories regarding the Me Too movement. But I think that this is another place where a non-disclosure agreement has resulted in people who have seen things not standing up for a person who is in a high-risk situation. Right, because you've signed this legal document, this non-disclosure agreement. And just like that woman said in the trailer, if I broke this, it would ruin my ability to earn a living for myself. And whether or not that's actually true, that is what... That is the power that a non-disclosure agreement wields over a well, person. Well, yeah, are you going to risk that? Right. Is that something that you're going to risk? You're going to go on the record and talk about somebody that you used to be associated with. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to jeopardize your entire ability to live life? That's what those non-disclosure agreements do. What an intimidation tactic. What it does for us, though, the public, is it makes us lean in a yeah. little bit more. And here, because who? because you know, as a person who's about to watch... Because I am going to watch this documentary yeah, because it's course. on tonight. It's on tonight. Um, when you watch this, you know that the words that are coming out of that person's mouth are coming at a very high price for them. Yes. And and you can reasonably assume that there's some truth there mm-hmm. and that there's also a relief to talking about it. Yeah. You could hear that in the first voice mm-hmm. of the trailer for Controlling Britney Spears. You could hear that there was such trepidation to speak, but that speaking would provide some kind of relief. Yeah, so this is dropping tonight. Okay, where is this dropping? Where can I catch it? So you can catch it in a number of places. So you can either watch it on the old-fashioned boob tube if you have FX. Mm -hmm. It's going to drop at 9 p.m. local time on FX, 9, uh, 10 Eastern, or you can stream it on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Just like the other uh, documentary, Framing Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I am going to commit, I, I will be watching this this weekend for sure, um, because, well, because we care. Mm-hmm. But also, I have a lot of questions, Yeah, and I'm wondering if you have answers. Ooh. Why, why did we just find out about this today? Meaning, like, why, why have we, why have they not been promoting, or maybe they have been promoting it, and we just didn't know. But why is it like dropping today and now we're just finding about it? Well, they haven't been promoting this. I think, yeah, yeah I'm putting so on what, my Hollywood hat. Yeah, put on your Hollywood hat. My Hollywood hat. Here it is. Mm. So, so, so firm. tight. It's so tight. Well, I'm thinking two things. One, 
Netflix announced when they were going to be dropping Britney versus Spears. Ah, interesting. So, okay. so, so they're getting ahead of the game. One, sure. I think that that's a tactic where it's like, you know, we've been working on this story. They said that they've been working on this story this summer. Uh, so one, they want to get ahead of things mm-hmm. and they want to lead the conversation Two, I, you know, perhaps it was always just planned to drop here because we have that court hearing next week. Right. Concerning Jamie Spears, the conservatorship, the next steps, what's going to happen. So the, all the timing is swirling about and it's a point of conversation. So I'm sure somebody at the New York Times is like, OK, well, we got to get this out and we're going to drop it. Yeah. How long is it? Is it like an hour? Oh. Uh, you know, I don't have a running time in I front of either. me. I think uh, that it, the last one was about an hour. So I'm going to make a wild guess that this is going to run a little bit over an hour. Mm-hmm. And so this is the New York Times. You know, they're reporting that this new documentary is going to reveal a portrait of intense surveillance apparatus that monitored every move that Britney Spears made. They said this new film uh, and it is made by the same people who did framing Britney Spears. Uh, they're going to talk with members of Britney's inner circle who had intimate knowledge of her life under the conservatorship. Mm. So we've been getting all of these nuggets over the summer uh, of the ways that Britney Spears has been living under this conservatorship right. in ways that we never even knew. You know, One of the things that was so shocking to me was the amount of control that Britney Spears, literally somebody was throwing her a phone in a steam mm-hmm. room at a hotel mm-hmm. so that she could talk on the phone. Her grabbing somebody's phone at the grocery store, yeah. a stranger's phone. Yeah, and like essentially stealing it so she could make phone calls. Yes. You know, it, oh, again, and I go back to what I said yesterday. I, th- this... What frustrates me to no end about this is how the how nobody how these things were happening and they likely were not secrets, but the court upheld the conservatorship all along in the way that it is has been mm-hmm. has upheld the structure of the conservatorship as the conservatorship was used as the controlling tool for Britney Spears. Yeah, um, only when. Only when she was allowed to select her own representation have we actually seen the needle move. Right. When it comes to her making any progress toward the dissolution of this conservatorship, which, by the way, make no mistake, there has not been a a huge move. You know, the conservatorship still stands. Yeah. There is change in the management of the conservatorship, but the conservatorship is still intact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we get sort of. Because we're talking so much about it, we get we put we put the cart before the horse sometimes because that's what we want to happen, but it's not happening yet. No, it's not happening yet. Britney Spears is still under her conservatorship, and that it's Jamie who's going to be removed from that. That doesn't necessarily mean that the conservatorship itself is going to be dissolved. No. I mean, there's so much uh, to talk about with this idea of conservatorships and other things. And, you know, people have kind of talked about the fact that Britney Spears's conservatorship and the apparatus surrounding it was kind of an open secret in show business. Even Cher, Cher doing the all caps thing mm-hmm. back in June, yep. where she said everyone on the strip had heard about her father, but she did say didn't know about her conservator acting in concert with her dad. So there was that missing piece of that, uh, of information. Yeah. I'd say giving her drugs so she could perform, but made sure she couldn't have a life, but no one could get to her. So that was a direct quote from Cher. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. You know, so, you know, you know, something is afoot. Strange things are afoot yeah. at the Circle K, but you're not privy to the legal machinations 
on how controlled an individual's life is. Because what, what we're getting is rumors and innuendo yeah. from people who were sort of outside of the circles, which is why this is so interesting. Controlling Britney Spears, the New York Times presents. This is part of their series, the New York Times presents. And one of the other, you know, more popular episodes was the one called Framing Britney Spears. This is Controlling Britney Spears. It's the ninth episode in the series of the season. And it's dropping tonight. It'll be on FX tonight at 8 o'clock Central Time. But you can also watch it on Hulu. And I will be watching it this weekend. We will be talking about it on Monday. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts, pulling triple duty, is going to be bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Holly Roberts is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It is a dirt alert. Oh, it's a dirt alert. Happy Friday. Happy got, Friday. We made it. We've got some gossip. Well, let's start with some news coming from the set of The View. Mm. So The View has pulled two of their hosts. That never happens. <gasps> Mid show. For positive COVID tests before the vice president was said to be interviewed. OMG. Yeah. So Anna Navarro and Sonny Hostin had to exit the stage mid-show because it was revealed to them that they had tested positive for COVID-19. Now, uh, the producer then told Joy Behar to in- uh, introduce Kamala Harris offstage. So they did a split camera interview, but they had to, you know, mid-show, yeah. rearrange the kitchen. Okay, I'm going to say something dumb. Okay. <clears throat> Try Don't you guys me. like Try it me. if I always... Always prefaced the dumb things I say by saying I'm going to say something dumb. But you would think, you would think that uh, an operation like The View, who probably does regular testing, Mm -hmm. would have their testing schedules figured out such that they would get those results prior to the show beginning. You would think so. You Maybe would, that wasn't that dumb. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't that dumb. That was actually a legitimate thought. Because now, they probably do like rapid testing. Yeah. So Joy Behar suggested that uh, these were breakthrough cases mm-hmm. because they said Anna Navarro and Sonny Hostin were vaccinated. Now, it wasn't made clear why these test results came in while the broadcast was already That's underway. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't understand. The timing is weird. Yeah. So then, you know, Joy Behar doing a little tap dancing. They just stayed put for the rest of the broadcast. And then they just moved on. You know, as you have to do. Well, it's like, well, the show must go on. That's showbiz, man. Da-da-da-da-da-da. So, you know, it seems like everybody is doing all right, and uh, they continued the the telecast as previously planned. That is wild. Yeah, that is very wild. Very stressful. And yet, I will say this. At the same time, I am thankful that, um, I'm thankful that they made that move. Yes. Meaning, I'm thankful that that is the right decision to make in that moment, to be like, okay, we got to break up this party. That said... There were, I mean, people. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. People were exposed in that, mm-hmm. you know, but but better to do that than to wait until after and then have find out later that they knew that they were exposing. You know what I'm saying? Well, just, I mean, it's just yeah. a weird it's a weird situation, but I think they did the right thing. Well, it is a weird situation, but yeah, you got to make choices in real time. And then, you know, what's what what choice is the best? What choice has the best outcome, mm-hmm. even if the choice is weird? Mm-hmm. And so that's what the producers decided to do. So there you go. That's happening. Done and done. Done and done. Elon Musk and Grimes have split after three years being semi-separated, but still in so love with weird. each other. It's so weird. I know. Well, then what it begs the question, we're semi-separated, but still love each other. I mean, the Hollywood speak on that is they want to sleep with other people. Yeah. And maybe each <laughs> other sometimes if so, they're in the mood. Yeah. Sometimes if they're in the mood. Now, yeah. the couple has been together for three years and they have a 16-year-old month son together or 16-month son together, not a 16-year-old month Whose son. name we won't mention just yeah. because it's weird. Yeah. So they're doing their thing. Bless their hearts. Congrats. She's, she's judging on a new reality series. Elon Musk is over there on Twitter talking about Dogecoin and other things that I'm just going to choose to ignore. Yeah. So I'm going to move on yeah. to some casting news. Sounds good. About Super Mario Brothers. We're getting Ooh. a new film version of Super Mario Brothers. And let me say that the internet is split on who's going to be doing the voice work for this. Because Chris Pratt has been cast as the voice of Mario. Mm-mm. Not going to do it? I Not mean, whatever. It. I It's whatever. Whatever. I'm glad he's working. Dings for to him. the left. Dongs, Dongs to the right. to the right. I don't know. How is this going to mix up with his campaigning? You know, I don't know, Colleen. You know, voice work is very easy to schedule in as much as it takes a lot of time. Yeah. But sometimes physically you just have to be in a studio. It's true. Chris Pratt, that multi-talented actor, mm-hmm. poster of poetry on Instagram, dings to the left and dongs, dongs to the, the right. right. Now, that's a direct quote from a Chris Pratt mm-hmm. poem. I ask you to go to Instagram and you can look it up for yourself. Now, other people being cast in the Super Mario Brothers animated feature include Anya Taylor-Joy. She's going to be Princess Peach in this. I love her. (laughs) I I do. I love her. So I'm not going to, you know, good, good. I'm glad. I really am glad she's working. You're not going to hate on that. Not going to hate on that. Uh, Other people who have been cast in this. Jack Black is going to play Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key. Toad. Seth Rogen. Donkey Kong. Great. Fred I'm Armisen. loving all of this. Fred Armisen, Cranky Kong. Amazing. Yes. So those are your uh, cast members of Super Mario Brothers. I Listen, no Captain Lou or uh, any of those people. Wait, Captain you, Lou Albano. What about who's Luigi? Did you say that? I don't know if Luigi is going to be in this movie. I just feel like if you're going to have the Super Mario Brothers, you can't just have one bro. Bruh. You got to have the bros. Oh, Charlie Day is going to be Luigi from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's cute. Okay. That's cute. Yeah, good call, Colleen. You can't have Mario. You can't it can't be Mario Luigi. Brothers if you're just if it's cuz if it's just going to be Mario, it's Mario. I will stand by my opinion that the best Mario Brothers live action adaptation will always be the Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper Fever Dream that came out in the early 90s. I love that. Yes. I love the I love your description of it as well. <laughs> um 
You know, uh, movies are being adjusted, schedules kind of shuffling around. One of the big releases of the fall that was supposed to happen was Clifford the Big Red mm. Dog. Speaking of fever oh, dream. Oh, no, don't tell me they're having to delay Clifford the Big Red Dog. Well, they already did, but Colleen, good news for you. Oh, good. Clifford the Big Red Dog is going to be released in theaters in November. You know, the thing that always bothered me about Clifford the Big Red Dog is that it seems to me if I had a dog that large, I would probably be complaining about the messes that that dog left behind. But you will recognize that in Clifford the Big Red Dog, nobody ever, ever has a discussion about the conundrum of picking up after that dog. You know, Colleen... I'm doing the math because I'm looking at the CGI version of Clifford in this movie. Yeah. What do you do? Well, that's what, what I'm saying. What do you do? It seems to me that like that bury the lead. How do you pick up Clifford's poo? Because those aren't going to be baby. Ruth, no, man. they are not. That. What do you? Oh. You're going to need. You're going to need a backhoe. Well, Colleen, if you want to see. How Clifford the Big Red Dog handles reality. <laughs> I just feel like they're not going to confront dog. this. And, no. and we should all be upset. Yeah. So this is going to be out November 10th. And it's going to be streaming on Paramount Plus. Same day release. But where is he streaming? That's my question. <laughs> Get a Gallagher tarp. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, going to be bringing this up to you because, well, it's the dirt alert and salacious celebrity gossip. So Nicolas Cage had a rough night in Las Vegas. He was thrown out of a steak restaurant. After a booze-filled oh. fight with the staff, he was at Lowry's Prime Rib near the Strip. Photographs of him wearing no shoes, oh. leopard pajama pants, looking a little worse for wear. Oh, He was kicked He's out of the restaurant. Go, He's kind of having a rough go right now. And he was kicked out of Lowry's Prime Rib. Oh. Now, a source tells The Sun UK that they were at the bar. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're looking at the photos right now. I you absolutely can find them on the am. Daily Mail. Holy buckets. Yeah. A source told The Sun that these people who were their sources were sitting at the bar and then they were just like, there's this guy being completely drunk and rowdy. And to our shock, it turned out to be Nicolas Cage. He was completely smashed, getting into a fight with the staff. Staff had told them that he had been drinking shots of tequila and whiskey. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That happened. That's really rough. That's rough. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm excited. We're going to have a different guest today to do our blind items. His name is Steve Patterson. He'll be coming in to join us with Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, how did we get so lucky on the Colleen and Bradley show? To have our friend yeah. Steve Patterson. Hey. I feel like I got a demerit or something where they I was asked to stay after school. Oh my gosh, no, this is a gift. Oh, this is a gift. I it struck Are you me not at, feeling the gift? It struck me at first primarily as a burden. Oh no. But no, I guess no, as no. time goes on, and the people who listen to Colleen and Bradley, a very different ilk than those who listen to Donna and Steve. So I, maybe I feel nervous about will they love me? I think they will. Okay, well. I have no question. Uh, Steve is here, of course, uh, mm-hmm. to do his duty mm-hmm. uh, as a solver of blind items. Yep, I said duty. Said duty. Yep, we did laugh I didn't about come that. Come here to do my duty. Just <laughs> here to play blind items. Holly is going to bring us these uh, pop culture mysteries. We're going to solve them in this segment. We call it "Blinded by the Item." Blinded by the item. Yeah, we got hot celebrity gossip mysteries. Let's start hot with duties. Yeah, mm-hmm. hot duties. <laughs> Let's go with this one that was published on the 15th, now has been revealed. Ooh. So we know who this is about. 
I will read the following blind item. This sketchy Russian mob guy who runs about 2,000 shell companies from this island nation for crooked business people around the world is also someone who is apparently the reason why this married top two worst actress of all time took a gig there. Whoa. Was that a sentence? Yes, it was. There was yeah. a lot happening. Anti lawyer sometimes puts a lot into sentences, and it's hard. And and this is a, it's a muscle that we must flex. Okay. So what we're what we're looking for is where do we start Who's with this? Who's the Holly? Russian mobster? Is that our guess? We don't need to know the identity okay. of that okay, person. Okay, because it's Putin, and we know that, so we can just all move on as adults. <laughs> oh. What do we need to know now? What's the all second right. part that we're supposed to know? So, here's the story that you need to know. Okay. There's the sketchy Russian mob guy. Okay. And that guy is the reason why this married top two worst actress of all time oh. took a gig in a specific country. Okay, mm. married top two worst actresses of all time. Yes. Mm. Married, and she's really bad at acting. She's really she's bad. She's married. I get it. We're not looking for someone who's married to no, one no, of no, the top no. two bad actresses. Okay, it is okay. the bad actor, the top two bad actress that is also married herself. And she took a job... Do we know about the job? We know that she's in this location because okay. she shared on her Instagram stories that she is on on this island. And okay. she's married. That's part of her celebrity. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. her relationship okay. with okay. her husband. Okay. Oh, hus- okay. Can we get an age group or an age uh, area? She's in her 40s. <sighs> and we've recently discussed her because of her changing aesthetics. Oh, I have it. It is yeah. Tori Spelling. Ding. Yes! Oh, Steve, I'm so oh proud. Gosh. I feel like a proud mother. Oh, my gosh. I heard two, top two worst it. actresses. I immediately went Hepburn, right? Obviously. Either of them. And then I shifted when you went, okay, well, hey, that feels good. <laughs> Tori Spelling, who looks like exactly like the new Chloe Kardashian. Right, thank you. Not old Chloe Car- Kardashian with no. her original face. Remember when we were all shocked at what Chloe Kardashian became not because either was bad or one was better, but because of how different it was. Mm-hmm. And then when they showed the Tory Spelling now looks like Chloe, I kept clicking around on the article to find where is the picture of Tory. Right. Come to find out. Cuz you thought you were looking at it. Chloe yeah. And it was a whole thing. So, oh, my yeah. gosh. Gosh, I feel like we just took a journey through your imagination. That feels exhausting. I, it does. How I do you get like through a day? I don't do That's why I had to quit Twin Cities Live. <laughs> I'm not getting through the days well. Well, job well done here. Right. We'll fill, fill in the, the blanks. blanks. So there's a sketchy Russian mob guy who operates out of Malta. And that's the reason why Tori ah. Spelling has took a gig there. Okay, okay. so that actually makes sense because she's having some money troubles. And it seems like she might be um, making some deals. Really? Oh, yeah. Does she not get Aaron spelling money? No. Do you not know this? No. Mm-mm. This is actually huge. Yeah. Wow. She was completely disinherited <sighs> from her father's wealth. What an inheritance it would have been. Oh, no kidding. I mean, she could have bought us. Yes. The doll room got more inheritance. Seriously. <laughs> for Candy Spelling. 100%. Than Tori did. It's so Man. true. Isn't that wild? Wow. Yeah. You ever I mean, seen Aaron Spelling's house in person? Oh, yeah. Not in person. Wait, you I'm can sorry. See I, on... I, yes, I've seen it. Sorry, not... guys. We used to live yeah. in the metro okay. area of Hollywood. All right. Uh-huh. And when we did one of the celebrity tours, they took you by Aaron Spelling's house, and they said it's worth whatever it was, $125 million at the time. I forget what it was. But, oh, my gosh. I they couldn't even... have been happy. Oh, I don't know. You you could be in that house and never see each other. Never. Also, how do you clean all that? 
I don't know. I lived under a freeway in Burbank, so I never had to solve that issue. You didn't have to worry about that. (laughs) Me not want to dig to find out how literal that was. No, it's 100% literal. Basically. (laughs) Next! All right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. The newfound narrative for this reality star who used to do more coke than almost anyone still alive is that she's a sweet mom. And not a drunken mess like her reality star sister. So silence about her most recent drunken escapade mm. at a restaurant. Mm. All right. Are we in a housewife okay. situation here? Is this I, one of the housewives? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, okay good. Wow. That was good. So I don't know housewives. Me neither, but we um, guess. And this is somebody with a sister. With a sister. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's the one with the dark hair. Mm-hmm. We're going dark hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and her name is... Oh, We don't have to say the name. Is she is she Hilton, a Hilton sister? Is it, Hilton? is it Nikki Hilton? It's not Nikki Hilton. It's the is it uh, Mrs. Hilton? It's the mother. <laughs> yes. We'll go with Mrs. Hilton. Final. Mrs. Hilton. Nice. Kathy. Yes. That's Kathy. her name. Kathy, who Typical. is the sister of Kyle Richards. Ah, there it is. There it is. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's how Kyle Richards. Blood God. sister or I, okay, We have Blood to talk sister. about something, Steve. You work on an entertainment radio station. I am I shocked. Let me tell you where my blind spots are. Donna said, if if somebody gave me 10 minutes and just said, tell us where you can find Bravo, I would not be able to figure this out. Bravo and E mm-hmm. are blind spots. I'm in a tunnel and they are on the top of the ground that okay. we burrowed through. Okay. Well, I have an assignment for okay. you and that's to find those but, things. <laughs> I did watch one episode of The Real Housewives within the last couple months. What's her face came in, the Girardi lady, there Erica Jane. Oh, yes. There you go. Erica Good Jane job. came in and and they were all dishing and it looked like a really Terrible party that they were having. Like High marks. Key situation. High marks. Yeah. Okay, fill in the blanks, Please. Holly. Okay, so the newfound narrative for Kathy Hilton mm. is that she's a sweet mom and not a drunken mess like her reality star sister, one of the Richardses. Mm. So silence about her most drink- recent escapade at a restaurant. Now, you'll see her explaining Ooh. it away. Kathy Hilton explains her tablecloth couture. I was roasting because there is a picture of Kathy Hilton leaving a restaurant and she was literally wearing a tablecloth. Oh my word. Like, oh girl. Oh my gosh. Wait. I'm hot. So she took her her clothes off and said, yeah. I'll do the tablecloth instead? Yeah. She's wearing a tablecloth. Okay. So this... but, that, but she wasn't hot. She was drunk. Yeah. She looks like it. She <laughs> looks like it. That is a good like point it. to clarify. Yeah. yeah. She looks like it. Don't blame the thermostat. No. No, that's great. Blame news. it on the uh, 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 alcohol. alcohol. Bam, extra. <laughs> yeah, and interesting. Yeah, she is with one of her friends who is a publicist who was the mastermind behind that old photograph of Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, and Britney oh, Spears sitting in a back, oh, in the back wow. seat of a car. Yeah, that's and that publicist arranged it, and yes. and then having left her greatest works behind her, said, "Now I'll arrange the tablecloth shop." Exactly, that guy. I don't know his name, but I recognize his face. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. He also looks like a smoother Don Knotts. <laughs> Nip that. Am mud. I wrong? <laughs> any any mail carrier does too. You know how true that is. Oh, uh, let's <laughs> go. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, smoother Don, Don Knotts. Knotts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This back in the day game show, which NT Lawyer has previously written about in this space, was already one big frat party. And it also turns out that the three name fixture on the show learned how to make his own LSD and would pass it around to everyone on the show. 
Wow. Whoa. That's interesting. This does not feel like Hollywood Squares. I think this, oh, or, or is it the it? match game? Because they were all pretty drunk, I think. I would imagine. Steve for the ding. Match <gasps> game. Guys. You are crushing this today. Happening. Tell us everything. Fill in these blanks. Not yet. You gotta. Oh, you gotta. You Who's gotta. Three named host. Oh, not. Uh, not. Not. What's his face from Family Feud? The mouth. I'm gonna need guy. you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna need you. Not on this Richard one. Dawson. Not, no, yeah, Richard Dawson. We need three names here. Yeah. No, I feel like Bert is in there. No, not uh-uh. anywhere near it. And it's not the host. This was a person who oh. appeared on the match game oh. a lot. Okay. Okay. Lou Diamond Phillips. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, wow. La bomb no. <laughs> oh, man. That's right. I'm going to Mystic Lake. Okay. I don't... Listen, I'm not familiar with the match game. Give us a hint. Of your... We he wears glasses. Three names... Very oh, funny. Oh, Van oh, it's no, it's Taylor. It's Charles Van Riley. Riley Van Tr- Charles is it right? Charles. Charles, Charles Van Nelson. Charles Nelson Riley. That's it. Yes. There you go. Oh my gosh. Woo! So what an intense experience. <laughs> the match game. I feel like you're channeling something every single time. Like you something just sort of comes into you. It comes out of your mouth, and then yes. it's like ghost. You just it- have to like. I didn't yeah. have it. I didn't have that answer no. three minutes ago if you asked me in the hallway. And you're right. It's it's a spiritual experience. It was amazing. Yeah. So it turns out on the set of the match game, Charles Nelson Riley learned how to make his own LSD and would pass it around to everyone on the show. Neat. Wow. <laughs> Neat. Wow. Neat. The I mother says. Like, and I, I also just really am impressed with oh. th- that was before the internet. Like, yeah. I feel yep. like, you know. It would be really easy to figure out how to do that now because you just Google it. No, he was, that was like a monastic craft. Like, I'm going to take a long time yeah. to do a task and then I'm going to finally figure it out. Yeah. And he did it with LSD. Yeah. I mean, I, cheers, I guess, sure. to that. Question mark. Anyway, uh, Steve, great job. Wonderful to play with you. Really, really, really proud of this you. We job. will have you back again. Okay, thank and you I'm so not much. even sorry about it. Okay, I uh, have a good rest of your weekend. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what's working Holly's last nerve? It's a big question. Uh, the question is mm, are we going to ask the question? Finger licking no. Uh, when did we become so tongue forward <sighs> in our culture? We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Lil Nas X. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you, and there's something that is working Holly's last nerve. Listen, I'm telling you, you getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present Working My Last Nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. Hear it out, Holly. Colleen. Why do celebrities have to lick each other's faces in public all the time? You are preaching to the choir. This is working my last nerve. This has become a hot trend. And it really set me off when I was looking at this story about Madonna last night, celebrating the premiere of her new Madame X concert film. And her boyfriend was like licking her face on the red carpet. And it's just, I'm like, 
Now, I will tell you that there is not literal contact between tongue to face, but uh-huh. his tongue is out and it looks like it's ready to give Madonna a wet willy. And I don't oh, want to do so this anymore. there's so much going on in this picture. I, d- I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, I hear you. I hear you. And I, I also um, am wondering when we as a culture became so tongue forward. Yes. I would like to submit for your review uh, the following instances where uh-huh. we have seen tongues recently. Yeah, recently. We see tongue very often when we see uh, two publication ships that we've been paying attention to. One of them we call Michigan, and the other one we call uh, Kravis. Oh, wait, Kravis has been tongue forward? Oh, they're super tongue forward. Often Courtney and Travis. I was thinking of Zoe Zoe Kravitz Kravitz and Channing Tatum. We have not seen tongue yet there, but but we do see a lot of tongue, and they're like sort of like a power four. Um, Michigan and Kravis, you know, because they all they're like, not only are they each their own publicationship, but then they have like a super like, what is it? What's the transformer when they all come together? Uh, well, you're thinking of a Megazord from Power Rangers. You. I needed help. Yeah, they are a publicationship Megazord. Totally. Um, but they're very tonguey. And um, I and then oh, and then here's one from recently. I was reading a profile on Nicole Kidman and she was talking about her husband, Keith Urban, and she shared a photograph from some event that they were at where they were taking, there was like a photo booth. And she was like, let's take a photo. And when they snapped the photo, he's licking her neck. No, stop it. And it's like Ew. very tonguey. <sighs> and I, I am with you. I, I, I don't need that in the world, but I do have a theory. Would you like to hear my theory? Yes. I want to know why this is happening. Why? My last nerve is being worked by celebrity tongues. Thank you. So there was a time where we weren't so tonguey as a culture, uh, in popular culture. But there then came a time where the tongue was front and center. And there is one person to blame. Her name is Miley Cyrus. Oh, oh! Round about the time, round about the foam finger twerking with Robin Thicke. Um, when Miley Cyrus went from being a country star to being a pop star, when she stopped wearing pants and started wearing hot pants, when we started to see her nipple and <laughs> saw her swinging from a wrecking ball, yeah. So basically the Miley Cyrus of bangers. Yes, that's the bangers era. Bangers with a Z. Yep, bangers era Miley is when we became acquainted with the tongue. Now, I will say Bradley and I saw Miley Cyrus in concert in the bangers era. And? And she actually rode down a tongue onto the stage. There was a gigantic tongue. I believe she slid down it. She, um, it, it was all very tongue forward. My point is, there was a time when the tongue was hidden in, in mouths, and it seems to me that it is Miley's fault that she unleashed the tongue. And now we have, we haven't all gotten on board. No. But there are some people who really share their tongue now. Like, I don't mind Miley Cyrus sticking out her tongue. I feel like that's kind of a, mm, 
a result of Instagram and like I need to put photographs of myself out there. So what am I going to do? I'm going to stick on my tongue because you don't want to look at me just sitting around reading a book. That's really boring. I got to do something. So I'm going to stick my tongue out. Okay. And traditionally, I suppose here sticking out your tongue is an act of defiance. It's an act of rebellion. It's like, ooh, I'm going to stick out my tongue. I mean, we've got the Rolling Stones logo sticking out your tongue from Andy Warhol. Basically, we're punk rock before punk rock existed. And now the Rolling Stones have been around for so long that they're totally establishment. That's a story for another time. Mm -hmm. But individual tongue-idge is fine. Mm -hmm. My beef is with the red carpentry touching of the tongue, suggesting that I'm going to lick somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't want the tongues to touch, and I don't want it... Uh, I actually want a dry heave Well, here's the thing about the touching of the tongues. Well, here's what I want to say about the tongue situation. Because we did get an email from Brian who said the Rolling Stones logo and Gene Simmons unleashed the tongue long before Miley. Yes. Difference is, Miley's tongue was sexual tongue. Well... Gene Simmons' tongue was probably sexual okay. for some folks. Correct. I stand corrected. <laughs> but I'm but it was like overtly sexual. You know what? Now I'm realizing that I am uh falling into some patriarchy traps and I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna go there. What? Um I am though, because what I just did is actually I I made it seem like because Miley Cyrus was sticking her tongue out that it was sexual because she was a woman, which is not fair. And also I do wanna say this. But even like, I do want to just say, I don't know what I want to say. I'm not, I just am not here for the tongues either. And I'm tired of, I'm just tired of seeing the exchange of tongues, I guess is what I'm saying. It's it's the tongue exchange. Mm -hmm. I'm not a prude. All right. Like I'm not somebody, I understand the symbolic. I love a good sexy kiss. Well, that's fine. Yes. But I don't want the tongue out on the red carpet, and then the tongue exchange. Yeah, what you're saying is you didn't show up for the tongue. I didn't show up for the tongue exchange. I don't know what it is, but it's working my last nerve. And, yeah. it, and it makes me verklempt. I mean, even like just in that moment when you mentioned Gene Simmons, it, yeah. like, you got, yeah. a, got a little... Mm, yeah. that And that's personal preference. Yeah. So Also, can we... Because we started this with Madonna, I do just need to remark... Wow. What's going on with her? Oh, I'm totally here for this, Colleen. Are you? I love Madonna right now in 2021. I love that she's embracing better living through cosmetic technology. Oh, she certainly is. Madonna has made an art project out of herself. Yeah. And you know what? She's modifying. She's like a Cindy Sherman art project come to life. She's like, you know what? I'm going to be the best version of myself that I think I'm going to be. And so I'm going to do all these things to myself. I'm going to manipulate myself. I'm going to just, you know, go for it. I'm going to layer on the jewelry. I'm going to go to wear the crown that says something that I think is slightly suggestive yes. because the Daily Mail is blurring out the copy. I'm here for it. I, I'm, I, I'm here yeah, for the weird. She's literally wearing a crown that says bleep you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it says. I'm here for the butt implants. I'm here for the injectables. I'm here for the attitude. And Madonna. she's got a necklace that says trust yeah. no be. But just tell your boyfriend to keep his tongue in his mouth, okay? Yeah, yeah. That's all. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what did you want to do for a living when you were little? And are you doing it now? 651-641-1071. What did you want to be when you grew up? And are you doing it now? We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.